Welcome to the Young Saints Leadership Podcast, where we're going to be talking about all things youth, from leadership culture to supernatural youth ministry and discipling revivalists. We hope you guys enjoy. Hey, 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 welcome back. We have such a fun day planned for you. We are totally mixing it up. We are starting today with all girls, and we are going to be sharing on um, how to lead young women and the things we face, the conversations we're having, and maybe some of our thoughts will just kind of help you navigate some of the similar conversations that we get to have. Um, But first, can you guys tell me, I'm going to introduce them and then, but be thinking of one of your favorite moments from youth, like a youth night. Like funny or serious, could be a God moment, could be a joke, whatever you liked. But today we have Tori Baker. She is on staff here at Young Saints and helps us lead both junior high and high school. She's been with us for years and we love her very much and she's a treasure. And then we also have Carling Peck and she is also- Harrison. She is getting married. She's engaged. Yay. To an amazing man. And she's also on staff here in Young Saints and helps specifically in junior high and also gets to lead worship for us in Young Saints too. And she's an amazing gem and has helped a lot of young women and is one of our main squad leaders. So both of them are on our core team and they help us navigate a lot of things youth. And so we are going to talk today about all things girls. Um, but first, what are some of your guys' favorite, could be a even event. What are some of your favorite moments in Young Saints? Just to kind of get I can people start. to know you. Just because this just happened. I feel like it just was so sweet. It's not, I can't think of anything funny at the moment, but a couple weeks ago we had a junior high service. Um, we had a girl in our squad squads are our junior high small groups for um, just girls or just guys but we had a squad and one of our girls shared this vision that she had during youth one night and she had written it down and she she read it to us and it just was really really powerful and I had talked to a few of our other leaders about it talked to Rory and Mari about it and we decided to have her come up on stage at youth the next Wednesday and share it. And she shared it and it just was so powerful. We're obviously at this point, we're, we're towards the end of the year, we're in May. So we've been getting to know some of the new girls that just came in for almost a year now. And it just kind of, uh, it was really sweet to get to see her get to share this thing that she was carrying. And then it, it actually turned into this really powerful moment for our, our ministry. And it felt like she was giving our students permission to also, you know, have take responsibility for the ministry and carry um, what it is that the Lord's speaking to them. And it just was, I got to kind of be with her as she shared and just kind of cover her. And I, I don't think I'll ever forget that moment. Yeah. And it was just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. That was so special. It was mm-hmm. probably my all time favorite junior high night. Mm-hmm. It was so powerful. God moved really strongly. Um, Tor. Um, is it bad that I could think of so many that were not my favorite? <laughs> I mean, I guess you could do that. Cause that but, could be really funny, <laughs> but I do have a funny one. It's, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it just happened this last week. We had our community night and I was making junior high, um, root beer floats. And so like, it's like my favorite to, 
make them food because they always come up and you have like awkward conversations with them, but at least you get to have like a conversation with every kid. You at least have something to talk about. Yeah, that's true. I actually love serving food. I get to know so many more kids when I do Same. that. Same. And like every, and then you just like re-ask them their name, try and remember. And it's honestly the best, but this one kid comes up and is like, what's up? And I like said his name and he's like, he's like, Hey, and I was like, you're having a good day. He's like, yep. And I'm going to leave now because I don't really know what else to say. He literally <laughs> said that verbatim. And I'm like, all right. junior high or high school? <laughs> it was junior high. Oh. And I was like, I have more questions if you want. And he's like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It was so good. Oh, one of my favorite things that we do in Young Saints is our media people. They create like scare camps <laughs> and they're so funny, but sometimes they're really mean. And you can tell when a leader gets really mad when they got scared like that. They get me mad. Yeah, but it was so funny. Anyway, now we're going to dive in. Okay, you guys ready? All right. Tell me some of the main topics or issues or things that young girls face. This will be really great because Carr has more of that junior high perspective of what they're walking through. And Tori meets probably more so with high schoolers. So I have a range of um, age groups here that we're going to talk about. But what are some of the main things you're like... If a girl comes to me, it's usually in the range of these topics. Car, do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, I think specifically just for junior high, they're kind of coming out of this child phase yeah. um, into more of an adolescence phase, which is really vulnerable, I think, for, for kids. They're going through puberty. Yeah. They're starting to ask questions they've never asked before. They're starting to experience things, hear things from friends. Uh, experience drama, just at new schools. There's a transition in their life yeah. that's kind of trying to start to figure out the world for themselves. Um, so that's a whole thing, whether you're talking about girls or guys. Um, but I think in that it starts to breed a bit of insecurity. And yeah. so a lot of girls are, are pretty, they're learning how to socialize with the opposite gender. They're learning how to make friends. There's a lot of conversations I have with girls around friendships, um, around drama, things yeah. that are happening within friendships that are unhealthy. Um, and they don't have a grid for how to co really communicate in a healthy way. For sure. Um, and then uh, I think body image is, is really big. That's where oh, they're yeah. starting to go through puberty. They're starting to recognize things that like, are- I have a body. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and girls are starting their period so young yes, now. And it's so it's just, it's a lot. And, and there's a lot of insecurities that come up that we kind of, mm -hmm. t they either manifest in a certain way or we, or they actually are aware and we have to talk through it. Yes. So. Yeah. That's super. Mm -hmm. Junior so high, true. there's a lot. Mm -hmm. Every good. time we do a girls night in junior high, one of the main questions is friendship. Totally. Because yeah. they're trying to figure out who their people are and they, they haven't learned great communication mm -hmm. skills. So it gets pretty drama in junior high. Totally. Obviously in high school too, but they're figuring out a lot. I remember when I was in junior high and I was talking to my mom, I'm like, mom, how do you make friends? And she's like, you just go up to someone and you say, hi, my name is Tori. Want to be my friend? <laughs> so the amount, of, the amount of times I'd be like, hi, my name is Tori. Do you want to be my friend? Did you, you get still any? do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but another thing that you said, I'm like, this is such a huge pivotal moment of their lives in junior high. Yeah. 
Like they are discovering the world outside of their parents' lenses and their perspective. It's kind of like this first wave of, I'm out of mom and dad's covering fully. I'm sure some can happen in elementary, but I would say junior high is such a pivotal, what do I believe? Is God really for me? Um, I just feel like it's such a huge season of Mm -hmm. transition in a person's life. I feel like a lot is developed in that phase. Definitely. And I feel like some people treat junior high as like, oh, it's just like a little kitty game, you know, like whatever. But I honestly, it's a huge moment in kids' yeah. lives. moment. And we should treat it as such a sacred moment because that's when they're developing a lot of their core beliefs, even mm-hmm. before they get to high school, Yeah, you know? Because I feel like by the time they get to high school, we could either have them shut down or fully open. Yep. Yeah. You know, it feels I, I actually, especially over the last couple of years, have felt my awareness grow of the delicateness of the season that they're yeah. in and that they are being formed. They're like a little they're like a delicate little butterfly coming out of the cocoon. Totally. And yeah. it's like any yeah. little thing could actually really kill it, yeah. the them kind of being able to come out. And um and I've just recognized moments where it's like, okay, in this moment, I'm not going to respond to what you said. I, that was really immature. I'm not going to respond with like, yeah. oh my gosh, you're so annoying. Yeah. Obviously no one would ever do that, <laughs> but it's, it's really interesting. They're, they're just like so delicate and you just want to create space for them to fly and yeah. learn how to move their wings and all that kind of stuff. And just kind of creating a safe space. Yeah. for them yeah even like analogy. that moment that you had with that girl who had this word and came to you you operated in belief where you could have been like oh you are a junior hire who like maybe totally. doesn't hear the lord like we're like you could have just been like patted her shoulder and been like all right oh, good so job good. but you actually operated out of belief which bred a moment yeah. And like, I feel like that's what the most important thing is, is when you leading junior hires is to believe in them mm-hmm. fully for who the Definitely. Lord says that they are rather than this awkward person in a body that's yeah. forming. Mm-hmm. You have to have a lot of vision in junior mm-hmm. high. Cause you're like, I know the potential you can be. Yes. And Definitely. you haven't figured it out yet. So I want to help you figure that out. Yeah. Um, but Tori, would you say uh, in high school, is it similar conversations? Is it totally different? Like what are they bringing up to you? I feel like it's either they've had a really great um, time in junior high and were able to form their beliefs. And so then you have just the normal life situations that you're working through where they had a really bad time in junior high. They didn't make friends. They got bullied. They created wrong belief systems about their body. And now you're having to reform this belief system. Mm. So either you're pastoring a good belief system with just normal life events, or you're reforming the way that they think. And so I think a lot of it is also like we're in a, we're in a time where so much exposure is on like social media. They're looking at, they're looking at so many different girls and so many different women and, and a lot of it is filtered and fake. And so there's a lot of body image issues yeah. and a lot of like, am I enough? Um, a lot of even like, as sad as it is, which I didn't deal with this when I was a kid, but even like like a ton of like self-harm and like these type of belief systems that it's almost like if it would have been dealt with and talked about in junior high, it wouldn't have been as big as it is in high school. But if they didn't have those moments in junior high, you're like, all right, like let's, let's help out your belief system and realize like actually the Lord doesn't make anything bad. Yeah. Honestly, I think that is so, 
there's such a cultural pressure on women and young women yeah. that I feel like we see a lot and we all probably experienced it growing up. But oh, totally. I feel like social media age has in heightened comparison yes. to the umph degree. Like we yes. probably never experienced and it may not even be about body image, but like on social media, you see who's invited to what party. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, why wasn't I invited? Yeah. They're all having a good time. Why was I left out? And the comparison game that social media can breed. Yeah. Imagine like we've all probably felt that even in our adult years of like, I wasn't invited to that. But imagine what it does to that young, impressionable mind of a junior yes. hire, you know, or a high schooler, like yeah. the comparison game. And I just feel like, I think it's always been the plan of the enemy to destroy women in like image and confidence. Yeah. But it, it's it's really huge right now. Yeah. Like, how have you guys handled some of those conversations of like, honestly, self-harm is a lot of self-hatred. There's so much. We need to just call it what it is. It's self-hatred yeah. coming and trying to plague our girls' minds. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you guys ha have those conversations? Like, what are some of the things you're like, maybe how you guys have overcome self-hatred or like image stuff? Like, when a girl's like, I hate myself. What do you guys say? Yeah. I think, I mean, even personally, I've had conversations with Mari and Carling about like, ab about this even personally and with kids, but it is the plan of the enemy. And if you think about it, and if you're like, oh, the Lord actually formed us in our mother's womb and was so intentional about the way that he made us, it would be the, again, it would be the plan of the enemy to speak the complete opposite and for us to believe the lie that we are not enough and that we weren't made enough. Um, and it all has to do with like the renewing of the mind. And if we actually renewed our mind and saw the way that the Lord sees us, everything would be different. Yep. And I always like when I talk to my kids or the girls, I'm, they're like, yeah, like I just don't feel enough. There's this really pretty girl in school and I just like catch myself comparing. And like I even oh. had this conversation last youth service of they're like, well, this this girl who's like probably going to win prom queen is going to wear this dress. And like, I just want to be like her. And I'm like, Oh, wow. but if you saw yourself for the way that Jesus sees you, none of this would matter. And you could actually focus more on your destiny, but it is the plan of the enemy to take us from focus of our destiny onto like, are we good enough? Are we even made enough? And so I always go to the renewing of the mind yeah. and have them hear the voice of the father. Cause if they can hear the voice of the father, everything is made different. So good. Yeah, I think I was just thinking about the renewing of the mind. That's so important. Um, just to kind of almost like add an element onto that. I know for me how important it is to feel like you have a safe space to express what you're feeling inside to somebody and feel safe so that okay. you can actually get it out, get yeah. the shame. Because having self-hatred, having um, rejection towards yourself is actually can make you feel really shameful. Totally. Yeah. Like almost knowing that you feel that way creates shame. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's just important to talk about it yep. and talk about your own experience. Be like, Hey, this is, this is, this is a reality. Here's, this is, you know, this is something I've struggled with creating, obviously creating a safe space for them to really be like, these are the feelings that I have had. This is what I've been yeah. experiencing and just making, creating space for that. Um, and then really digging into the, the mindsets and just different things. And I think there's just been, there's been moments that where I haven't even necessarily tried to 
poke at something I can see on someone, totally. but there's a moment where they open up about it. And that's the moment yeah. to, to hold that and just kind of be with them. And then as you are building a relationship, just kind of walk them through. Yeah. Yeah. And even like what you were saying about giving them a space to be open about, I think that I grew up in a culture where no one talked about this and no one, the women were like, just fake it till you make it and don't tell anyone that you've struggled in the past or whatever. But the moment that you actually are vulnerable and create authenticity with your kids is the moment they can get free. It's yeah. true. And so I've realized the more that I'm authentic with like, yeah, I have struggled with this in the past. I have struggled with the idea if I'm enough, if my body's enough, all of these things. And when I'm open about it, one, I get more freedom because I'm actually totally. able to hear the voice of the father. And then the kids are like, oh, I'm not the only one dealing with this and I've seen you get freedom. I can get freedom yeah. because if they don't see other people have freedom, they think they're alone and they think that they're like, I'm always going to struggle with this. Yeah. That's so good. I feel like both of those are so important of there's the aspect of discipling, teaching them how to renew their mind. Cause it's all a mind game. Yeah. Like totally. it's a, like it's a spiritual attack on women to make us hate ourselves and our bodies. When, if you look around in the world, there's not one woman that is made the same. Totally. Body, hair, skin, like nothing is the same. But yet we have all this one unattainable goal, yeah. which feels like it's such a plan of the enemy to try to always keep us pulled back rather than being powerful and comfortable. Because if we're comfortable, like we're pretty unstoppable. You know, if we oh, believe absolutely. in ourselves, we can do a lot of things as women. Women are really powerful. And so I feel like, but also creating that space of like, even the validation that you guys were talking about, of like, hey, I actually used to struggle with this a lot. I get it. You know, like I, I can totally see how you feel like you're not enough right now. I felt that way before too. Yeah. That validation does so much more to a young woman than even just like, you're going to be fine. Oh yeah. Don't worry about it. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Like when I tell even my little girl, like when she was scared to go to school, like, Hey, mommy's been scared before. Yeah. She's like, what you have, but you overcame it too. I can too. Like yeah. it's that mm -hmm. you are their glimmer of hope that, Oh, we can overcome this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I would, the next phase of like, obviously that's comparison and body image, which is just a very skim level Absolutely. of that. Right. Yeah. Cause we've probably had really in depth conversations with some young women, but one of the main things I want to talk about is friendship and how girls relate to each other and how that's affecting probably even how they yeah. perceive themselves and the way Absolutely. they believe about themselves. What are some of the conversations that you guys are hearing when girls are facing in their friendship circles? Like, is there peer pressure? Is there like um, this expectation of them to be certain things or, you know, like what are, what are their main dilemmas in their friends? If you guys want to think about that, I'll share one that I've yeah. seen. I feel like a lot of girls have their fun friends, but they don't have their deep friends right now. Mm, yeah. yeah. And they have a, a hard one. time finding their God friends that fan the belief of who God is in them. They have a lot of fun friends, but they keep tripping up because they're still basing it off of this. Oh, we're just fun friends, but they don't know that I'm actually struggling with anxiety or they don't know that I'm struggling with yeah. bulimia. I don't know if like how deep it is, but they're like, no, yeah, we just, we hang out, but they don't actually know what's going on inside me. Yeah. And I'm like, 
oh, that's why you're dying. (laughs) Because you don't have anyone around you to truly know you. There's all this very shallow friendships out there. But the deep ones are what keep you grounded and keep you in your walk with God. And like in believing of like, if you were to come to me, Carling, and say like, I'm really struggling today. I would be like, no, like you are so amazing. Why are you thinking this? Like, and I could fan the belief, you know? But I feel like a lot of girls struggle with just having those shallow friends and they don't even know how to find deep friends Mm -hmm. or God friends, you know? Yeah. I think that's, that brings up something I had thought of. I would say majority in junior high is helping them navigate communicating and having hard conversations with friends because there's some sort of drama, chaos, fluff there's a lot of fluff you have to cut through totally. with, with drama, lying, just all the all the different situations that come up. But just kind of teaching them the basics of healthy communication and relationships it's so true. is, I think, has been something that I'm like, I hope this is hitting because yeah. if you could figure out this one thing and yeah. it's like I'm still growing and learning totally. how to communicate in a healthy way. I didn't know how to communicate like that when I was in junior high. So obviously it's going to be a learning experience, but I find in conversations where something is happening in a friend group, I'm usually trying to push them towards like, you need to be honest about how you're feeling and how this person's affecting you. And you actually have to be vulnerable with them. Mm -hmm. And I think so many junior hires are so insecure that they're so defensive of their heart. They're afraid they're going to get hurt. They want to be liked. They want to be accepted that they're not. And they just want a friend group. They just want that. They're not willing to take the risk to show their vulnerability. And you can feel that that's where drama and just all the fluff happens. And then nothing ever gets solved because no one's willing to be like, Hey, this is how I feel and actually risk losing a friendship damn damaging I'm putting quotes damaging a friendship like connection when actually that's what's going to bring connection which I think people in general struggle with but junior hires are just for the first time learning how to absolutely or they'll like immediately title it as toxic and if anything wrong goes on they're like toxic let's run away but I'm like oh talk the word toxic makes me so mad because I'm like you're labeling a child of God toxic i'm like no like maybe there's like some unhealth anyway that's a yeah. whole different, that's different but and then when every person in their life is toxic but you kind of go I'm i like, have looked i'm like why are all the people in your life toxic and they're like <laughs> <laughs> but i think the thing is is like the communication i'm like to learn to lean in and like we always are so good at pulling back but i'm like if we can learn to lean in and learn to have the brave communications and learn to believe in the person um, so true. Yeah. To give people a, like, think of us as junior hires. Like if everyone labeled me toxic when I messed up, I wouldn't have any friends. I would never open up. Yeah. I'd be like, you if know? I open up my mouth, toxic's going to come out. Toxic air. <laughs> 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 We're toxic air over here, but it's true. <laughs> like we need to teach young people to give people a second chance. You know, yeah. like obviously I don't want people to get ran over. And I don't encourage that totally. in friendships. There's, there's like two ends. There's two ends. But the reality is, is a lot of the people that may have hurt them, if they never even communicated, they were hurt. They have no opportunity to clean it up. Yeah. You know? And that's where I feel like you find your truest friends is when you say, hey, 
Tori, the other day when you said that to me, I'd actually come you were toxic. You were toxic. <laughs> so I'm going to cuss you out and be justified in it. You know, yeah. it's going to be great. But no, if I were to go to you and say like, that hurt me. And your response was, I'm so sorry. I didn't even yeah. know. You just built a bridge yes. of trust yeah. that creates a beautiful, yes. healthy soul tie mm-hmm. when yes. you're learning how to communicate well to each other. Yes. But mm-hmm. women so easily, it's easy for us to get a little Self-protect. catty and, yeah. and like self-protect and actually learn teaching young women to let that guard down, choosing to believe your friend wants you to yeah. be happy and doesn't want you to be hurt is a huge thing, but we're helping them navigate yeah. all their emotions of hormones and all the things they're developing. It's a lot of what these young women are actually going through. Yeah. And it's a, it's a hefty task. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, but we're going to wrap this up here because wow, we could keep going. So maybe we'll do oh, a part two someday. Um, but if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're a woman and you're like, man, I have all these kind of conversations with young women all the time. Take heart. It is not an easy task what our girls are facing. And we are called and equipped for such a time as this to empower women yeah. to be all that God is calling them to be. But also another important thing is make sure you're walking in those things too. Make sure you're learning how to have healthy conversations with friends and building deep friends, but also learning how to love yourself because you can't teach someone to love themselves if you don't love you. And so that's a really important thing as young women, leading young women, that we need to make sure we're walking the walk and not just talking the talk. But we love you guys. If you have any questions on this, obviously we'll maybe do another all girls podcast, but if you have any questions, feel free to email and reach out and we're happy to answer the best we can. But thanks so much for joining us guys. So So happy to be here. We love you guys and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.